0: It took me 13 years to draw the tag and when I drew the tag, it was going to be by myself hunting solo with a loader in the backcountry, way in the desert, on public land, on primitive roads and the first thing I thought about was the tires that came on that F-150 I drive, they are two years old at that point in time and this truck was going to be my rolling home in my office for a week. It was time to up my pickup game. Good morning and thanks for tuning back in to Ballistic Chronicles. Today I'm going to talk about how to up your pickup games. So what we're talking about is taking that truck that you drive and making it ready for hunting season. And so what I think about when I think about this topic is I go back to my last antelope hunt that I did in Oregon. It took me 13 years to draw the tag. And when I drew the tag, it was going to be by myself hunting solo with a muzzleloader in the backcountry way in the desert on public land, on primitive roads. And the first thing I thought about was the tires that came on that F-150 I drive, they are two years old at that point in time. And this truck was going to be my rolling home in my office for a week. It was time to up my pickup game. And so what that meant was where the rubber meets the road was tires for me. So I got these Nito Exo grapplers. They're 10 plies with the E rating and uh, so that means they're going to be good in the winter but most of all for this summertime desert hunt I was interested in the tread blocks that can keep it quiet on the highway they reduce the stone retention so when you're driving you're not picking up rocks and throwing them which can dent your truck and cause problems with other drivers and I've had that happen before with these tires with big lugs on them. And then the other thing I like about these tires is the sidewall lugs have really good strength and resistance to punctures. We have sharp rocks in our desert. We've got this lava rock and we just have to crawl over it. When you're a do-it-yourself public land hunter, you got to turn your wheels into, you know, this ultimate backcountry rig. And that's going to mean something different for each person, because it's really a personal thing, you know, how we outfit the truck. And you can go too far and you make this truck that is really heavy to drive around and you're not going to want to take it everywhere. You got to be light and nimble, at least the way I do things. So whether you're outfitting your pickup or a car or a sport utility vehicle, it's got to be a kitchen, it's got to be a workshop, it's got to have lockable storage, it's got to have enough horsepower to get us into the desert or into the mountains then you you know you got to pack your guns and your possibles into the truck. I, I say possibles because I was muzzle loader hunting on this ant- particular antelope trip but here's the things that I was thinking about and your ride might turn out completely different than how I would transform this f-150 but I needed it to be a light nimble desert running rig and so let's talk about some of those things. And what you can do to customize your own ride for your next deer hunt or elk hunt or bear hunt. A little bit about this truck. I drive a 2016 F 150. It's from Robertson Ford in Bend, Oregon. That's where I live. We worked together to to see what truck would be right for me and and the kind of hunting that I do. And of course, I had to be four wheel drive, and we settled on an F 150 with this Super Crew cab, plenty of room for people that I want to bring with me or to carry the dog along with me on bird hunts and stuff like that. Anyway, uh, I got a huge tank in this F-150 and that solved one of the problems right off the bat. We don't have a lot of gas stations out in Eastern Oregon. You just you can go for hundreds of miles without seeing a gas station. So you got to bring your gas with you. So I've got a 32-gallon tank in that truck. That gets me where I need to go and back again. If you don't have that, the, that kind of tank capacity, think about swapping out for a bigger tank or buy metal gas cans and strap them on the bumper or on a, a package tray that might mount in the hitch and then put a lock on the cans, a cable through them, lock them up so that people can't steal them. That gas is going to be more valuable and more valuable as time goes on. And if you're going to store gas, put some stable in the fuel too, so that the gas, if you end up using it six months later, will still be as good as it was when you bought it. Lockable storage. Before I had lockable storage in the truck, I packed gear on top of gear and I had to sort through the luggage to find my ammunition or a cook stove or whatever with locking slide-out drawers in the bed. The gear's out of sight. It's protected from the weather. And what I ended up doing is using the truck vault system. and, And if I pack it away neat and organize it, when I open that thing up, it is still neat and organized. And it's really, really great. I can put guns in there and They're locked in the truck and they're safe. One of the benefits is I keep guns, tackle, and ammunition out of the passenger compartment, leaving room for passengers. What a concept. Okay, the next one is task lighting because a lot of times we're coming back to camp after dark and you got to cook dinner or you have game to cut up or you want to play poker on the tailgate. So task lighting is always going to come in handy and the new LED lights are easy to install and mount, and some of these newer trucks have this great interior lighting and pickup bed lighting and side lights, and so some of that stuff is already done for you on a newer truck. And then always pack a headlamp away, and so I do that in my lockable storage. I've got an extra headlamp in there, and then one in my backpack too. Okay, one of my favorite interior mods. This one is so easy, and it makes so much sense. And when I saw it the first time, I thought, this is a gimmick, and it's called the Bino Dock, and it is no gimmick. It is amazing. It's cheap. It holds my binoculars in the uh, cup holder, in one of the spare cup holders. And so every day of the year when I'm driving around, when I see a herd of elk or a coyote out mousing in a field and I want to get a closer look, I just grab the binoculars. They're right there at my fingertips. So that's called the BinoDoc. They're not a sponsor of mine. I just love their product. I use it all the time. I used to keep a monocular in the glove box, but I don't do that anymore because I have the binoculars in the bino dock. So that's the thing I really like. Hey guys, you know it's hard to get ammunition right now. It's really hard. I hear from you guys. I'm getting ready to leave for several days of sage rat shooting out in the high desert. And I need rimfire ammo fast. Yeah, I've got a good supply, but I'll be shooting 400 to 500 rounds a day. And you can really burn through ammo at that rate. That's why I want to tell you about Target Sports USA. They're an online retailer and they offer fast and free ground shipping all through the country. They offer free shipping on bulk ammo and exclusive deals through their prime membership program and recurring inventory on most popular calibers. What's really great about what they do is their text and email alert system so you don't miss any incoming ammunition at the most competitive pricing on the market. So you can join for their prime discount ammo benefits like free shipping, priority inventory alerts, and expedited order processing. That means when the ammo comes in, they send it out to you and you get VIP phone support because you deserve it. Check them out. You can get your favorite brands there too, like Nosler. And it's not just ammo. Shop for reloading supplies, guns, magazines, and targets and tactical gear. And a live customer service team is there to help you during their regular business hours. You can get the ammo you need just in time. Go to Target Sports' website to shop 24-7. Visit TargetSportsUSA.com. Coolers. Everybody's got a different way they like to keep coolers, but you want to strap it down, keep it in a spot where you can get to it, open it, and make sure it's accessible. I like to have a cooler for the food and a cooler for the game. And so you can keep the game cooler loaded with drinking water until you've got meat to swap into it. And then when you put meat in the cooler. Try to keep the meat out of the ice. You don't want the meat inside the cooler as ice is melting. So what I do instead is I put a barrier between the meat and the ice so that the ice and the meat aren't mixing. Cardboard, plastic bags, and styrofoam can leach chemicals into the meat. And so if you can find a safe foam rubber insert, a food safe insert, like the cooler cap, that's a good choice. And I found this one from coolercap.com and that's cooler with a K. So again, not a sponsor, just a product that I think is uh, really good and solves a problem. And then the kitchen, when I pack in the kitchen, really depends on the type of hunt that I'm going to be doing. It, a lot of times it's just going to be a large lockable storage container. And If it's just me on a solo hunt, I'll have a Camp Chef striker stove that I can use to heat up pre-made meals. The kitchen's also going to have a fully stocked uh, selection of freeze-dried meals and uh, usually get those from Stowaway Gourmet. I like the oatmeal for breakfast and then the bison And the wild boar for lunch. An assortment of snacks going to make that go easy through the day. And then for cleanup, I bring Hunter's Eco Soap. And then a good brush for washing dishes, latex gloves, and garbage bags too to clean stuff up. For sleeping out in the desert, I like to sleep beneath the stars, but that doesn't mean I'm sleeping on the ground. What I do is on top of the storage that's in the bed of the truck, I lay... Um, I have got a good solid piece of plywood on top of that. And then I'll lay foam on top of that and, and have the tailgate open. And then my feet are hanging out over the tailgate. And that is some good living out there. I'm laying in my really heavy Alps outdoors sleeping bag. And I'm as comfortable as if I was at home unless there's rain in the forecast. And if that happens, I can try to figure out something, slip inside on the back seat. In the toolbox, this is important. You got to think this stuff out because in some places where we end up, there might not be another vehicle along for six hours or 10 hours or 12 hours. So what I've got with me is a shovel, a flat repair kit, a spare tire, of course, a short two by six to support a jack, a fire extinguisher. And then after the first of October around here, Um, Tire chains in case it snows. And if space is still at a premium, you can put on one of those receiver hitch rear baskets. And this is a good place to strap down your cooler, strap down your water, your extra fuel cans. And then remember to check that basket when you're driving through washouts because sometimes you can be driving through a washout and that rear receiver mounted basket gets stuck on the road behind you as you start climbing up the other side of the watch out. So you got to be careful of that uh, on those sharp contour changes. And then when bird season starts, then the dog is going to start going with me in the trucks over quail, pheasant, and chucker hunts. So to keep the upholstery clean, you know, you can get one of those dog seat covers that go over the seat, over the entire seat. And then I bring the dog's beds from home to a travel kennel and a soft pad And then by keeping the rest of the gear in modular storage, either in the bed or in the lockable storage in the back, there's going to be room for the dog. And then fishing rods are another thing to keep um, in mind on a fishing trip. The fishing time is always going to be increased if you leave the rods strong. It drives me crazy when my friends show up and their rods are all apart. Their reels are in little bags. They got to go looking for their reels and they got to put their Lines on and their reels on all the time when we should be fishing. What's a better idea is to leave your reels on your rods, leave everything attached, everything rigged up, and then you can put it in um, an aluminum rod tube or a PVC system. You can make them yourself. Leave a spot for the reel. There's no there's a company called Riversmith. Riversmith.com that makes a good system that I really like too, but. That's the way I look at outfitting a truck. You might look at it completely different. It's, it's really up to the individual and, and, the for me, the trip that I'm planning. It's a lot of fun to think about. We'll, we'll come back to this topic in the future. Thanks for tuning in to Ballistic Chronicles, and we'll see you out there on the trail. Okay, guys, pellet grills. If you've watched my TV shows for the last 12 years, you have seen us using Camp Chef. We take Camp Chef stoves on our fishing trips. We use the Dutch ovens on our hunting trips. But when I'm at home, I use the pellet grill more than anything else. Why? We love the flavors. My new favorite fish recipe, super simple, salmon filet with about a quarter inch of cream cheese with lemon pepper seasoning over alder smoke. It's awesome. I know a lot of my friends start out with one pellet grill, and then they want another one when their old one's worn out. And you know what they buy? They buy a Camp Chef woodwind. It happens every time. Second pellet grill, it's a Camp Chef. There are a few reasons why, but one is because Camp Chef has combined wood-fired pellet grilling with the benefits of a gas grill with a sidekick attachment. Check it out. I figure I have cooked 600 meals on my Camp Chef woodwind pellet grill. It's easy to set up. They make it really easy to clean it, too. Wood-fired flavor. You can't beat it. Juicy, perfectly cooked chicken and steaks and wild turkey every time because the meat probes monitor the exact temperature of the food being cooked. And I use their competition pellets mostly. The science is there people. When you eat real steaks and real burgers with your real family, your family loves you more and they listen to what you say and what you have to say is important to them. They just don't know it. You can't do that with rice and beans and salad. Grill the meat. Live the way you were meant to live. Go to CampChef.com. Hey guys, if you like this episode, tell your friends. Hit like and subscribe and come back and download the next episode. Start at the first one, skip around, or start at the last episode, work backwards, we dare ya, we double dog dare ya.